Hey coaches, welcome back. This is Coach Parker. Thanks for joining me today with Coaching You Football Tips and Talk podcast. I'm your host. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, before we get started, can you subscribe? That does a big help to me and cost you nothing. Please subscribe to the podcast or video. Really appreciate it. Thanks again, and we'll get started soon. Hey everybody, this is Coach Parker with CoachParker.org. How are you guys doing today? Uh, thanks for joining me on the Coaching Youth Football Tips and Talk podcast and on YouTube for the video podcast. I had a request from a uh, subscriber that wanted to get my take on about taking over a losing team and what's that like and what do you need to do and what do you see about that. So this podcast is basically about taking over a losing team. And before we get into it, please subscribe to the channel if you get a chance. It really helps uh, in search engine results and on your podcast subscriber search results. So please like, share, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. If you can hit the notify button, uh, that really helps me out. Please subscribe. And you can also head over to coachparker.org for more free youth football content. All right, let's get into taking over a losing team. Now, let's see, I haven't done this very much out of my 25-plus seasons coaching youth football, uh, both flag, tackle, seven-on-seven. But I have done it once, kind of an emergency situation, uh, when I took a team up for uh, our league where a coach had resigned at the last minute. Um, So let me talk about that. So prior to me taking over... This particular team had lost, I think, every game for three seasons. And I think they'd been together maybe four seasons. Um, and I, they're 12, they were 12U when I took them over. And it was the spring season of 12U, I believe. Uh, so it was the last season, uh, or maybe the fall season. But anyway, taking over a 12U senior team that's like going against other veteran competitive teams that are in there that is especially tough uh especially in a competitive league like ours yeah, our league is wrecked but there's a bunch of select coaches that coach here at kya uh because it's close and it's very well respected so even though it's wreck you're getting pretty competitive coaching uh and so the team was 12 you we picked up one or two new players in the draft, but most of the players we got from that team, and then also we picked up other players because in our we have to draft players within our kind of league group. Uh, we're kind of losing players that were left over since all of these div- divisions basically knew everybody or these teams in the division. They knew all the good players and all that good stuff, and so I was kind of knew the division didn't really know the players or anything and of course everybody knows me and didn't really want to help me too much in learning all these players our best player i'll tell you we picked up in a blind draw hat pick for players that came in at the last minute and that wound up being our our best running back quarterback uh player we had so that'll tell you uh kind of the other group of the 15 players on the team uh, the division that we were going to was 
basically had three powerhouse teams that had been together since they were like seven or eight, and now they're 12U. And we have two seasons, fall and spring. So these three teams were uh, quite good. And they were, you know, bringing their core six back together and picking up three or four from there. So they they had their core. Uh, like I said, the league had asked me to help. Uh, we had no time to prep. I actually asked a select coaching buddy of mine that I'd coached with before in select to come over. We hadn't coached together in about five years, and he said he'd come over and uh he actually had coached the hat pick that we picked up before, I think in 707. So that helped out a lot. So we had, you know, so that's the backstory for me picking up the deal. It wasn't the best situation to pick it up. We did win two games out of the seven or eight, I think, uh, league games we had. Uh, we were very competitive. We actually won our first playoff game which was in the losing bracket. So we're pretty happy about that. The 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 two games that we lost bad were to the Super Bowl teams and they were pretty bad losses, but the other games that we played were very competitive even against one of the uh three powerhouses uh, not including those two Super Bowl teams. So uh, pretty happy. Some of those players had never won a game before, uh, and we beat two of those veteran teams. Uh, and the two teams we did beat had been in the division for quite a while. So, and there's a misspell there. Let me correct that. So that was good. And, you know, we heard that, you know, they hadn't won games in three seasons. So we were pretty happy that we were able to at least stay competitive with the majority of teams. Uh, of course, uh, the coach and I are used to winning a lot more games and probably being in the semi kind of playoff games, championship game, going to the Super Bowl. So that was a little, uh, you know, we knew what we were getting into, but it was kind of tough to deal with that. But we, you know, taught fundamentals. We had fun. We uh, instilled a competitive nature. We were building a foundation for these kids to take on to seventh grade. Um, and really, you know, if you teach those fundamentals and you build the right foundations, any team can win in the right circumstances, but you've got to be realistic in your expectations, especially how we went in. And so if you're a coach that, uh, is coming into a, a veteran experienced league that's been around a long time with good coaches, you need to really be realistic in your expectations when you walk into that league. Uh, so, like I said, I've done it once, and uh, that's kind of the situation we were in. We actually won some games, and then, but I have been in situations where I've picked up the way that our our league goes, and I've been in this league for the last eleven or twelve years. Is we uh, will can keep six of our players from the last team and then we redraft. And so many times I've picked up a lot of players that have been on these losing teams and some of our players have gone to them and come back because we were able to get them back in the draft the next season. So this is kind of what I see uh, in talking to those players and those parents. And when me, you know, when I'm looking over at the other practices is that, you know, I think those players in those teams they're they're coming from 
teams that are not very organized. Uh, they're, they don't have good league and parent relation communication. Uh, and it's mainly uh, their inexperienced, it's kind of an inexperienced staff is kind of what I'm seeing. They, a lot of times some of these guys come into leagues and they're they're like a dad and they just want to have fun and they bring in a culture of fun versus okay we got to be fun but we're also in a competitive league and must win parents in these leagues especially in texas and i've coached in colorado uh you've got to at least be competitive so some coaches feel like oh they can just coach anybody and we're just going to coach and have fun and not recruit and draft our friends and not competitive players to be successful in the league that's going to set you up for kind of a losing season if that's your attitude uh, and that's really kind of an ex inexperienced staff i'll tell you uh, another coach and i were thinking about picking up our league was thinking about doing select teams and we were thinking about okay for this particular season we decided to draft all the younger kids within this group basically to have a tryout season for the select team uh, that went horribly wrong because we weren't really focused on being competitive for that particular season we were focused on reviewing kids that didn't work out either because none of the parents really want they didn't know who we were really because they were they were young kids at seven and six they didn't know we were good coaches and didn't know who we were really. And so, you know, they didn't want to play for us anymore because they thought we didn't know what we were doing. And it really wasn't that respect is that we went in thinking we're going to have a tryout season and work through this. But yet, you know, that season, we only won two or three games out of the eight or nine, seven games that were there. And so it was kind of a rough experience so you've got to make sure that you're drafting recruiting you're organized and your goals are to be competitive and fun not just oh we're just going to go into this kind of uh, half cocked so uh, the other thing that i see is a lot of these coaches you know they don't really know youth football uh which is different than high school and college they they have or they don't even, have never really even played or understand the uh, fundamental dynamics and how to demonstrate and teach so that's a big deal. A lot of them, a lot of them too, will focus on their six running backs, or if they're daddy balling, you know, their quarterback and running back, and they leave the other 10, 12 kids with the old line, and don't do anything with these kids, and so those kids aren't taught. Uh, the other thing, you know, I've had players come back to us that have played for us before, and you know they they've gone all those other teams and they come back on their parents too because they played for us before and we've lost them in a draft and then we were able to get them back in the following season is they weren't teaching any fundamentals and their practices were not organized at all and they were just doing these you know weird drills every every practice and not really focused on learning and offense defense and special teams I had one player tell us, you know, I'm so happy to be back. We've got a real playbook. These guys had like six plays and we're drawing stuff up every play. And, uh, you know, I, I trust that player. He's he's like uh, the spelling bee champion here in the area a couple of years in a row. So it's a smart kid uh, who had played back at quarterback for us before in the end. And so we were happy to play, have him back. And he was just saying, you know, everything over there is just so simple. 
they didn't really know what they were doing. Uh, the other thing you know, the parents tell us, you know, they're not running good practices, which the players are telling us. Um, I've watched a practice of an hour and a half of some team doing onside kick returns because they got taken advantage of in a team and spent, you know, basically all practice doing that when there was much, I mean, Definitely special teams are important, but he was having majority of issues on offense and defense. So the other thing that parents tell us and players is, you know, uh, you know, we run a lot of overloaded, unbalanced line, and these coaches were never adjusting on the game. So they don't really know. This gets back to inexperienced uh, kind of staff issues that they're not adjusting to things that are occurring within the game, not doing audible. So those are things like that. Um, you know, it's some of these players, they're just so happy to come over into our culture, uh, play for fun, but winning is funner. And that's what we, you know, that's how we do. We're, we're very competitive. Um, is, you know, they've never won a game before in several seasons. And they're just so happy to get into an organized group that's, that's communicated, uh, that knows the league, that understands the games and the rules and the processes versus just somebody showing up, you know, at the last minute and they're throwing to throw things together with no practice plan. You know, even when we don't, you know, and we put a pretty high standard on ourselves of trying to always make the playoff, which we, we do, but then also try to get to the division champion game and then definitely into the Super Bowl, is we're always, you know, bummed that we never get to the, we haven't gotten to the Super Bowl sometimes because we're used to getting there. But a lot of these parents that come over from these losing teams are just really happy to be in an environment that's competitive, organized, and is that their child is actually getting reps in practice and in some games, and that their child is happy. And I think that's a big deal. So these are some of the things, you know, is that, that, that are going on that I see in these losing teams. Now, turning around the team and, you know, my take on doing that is you're, you've got to get an, ex, you know, an, you've got to be organized and experienced in staff. I mean, if you're a rookie coach, just understand your first season may not go as well. Uh, but, but I will say my first season, we won the coaching staff of the year when I coached back in 94 because we instituted an organization playbook and I brought in to, to the to the daddy ball coach that was there that asked me to, and some friends to come over uh, to coach his, his son and his team and that worked out really well because he was a sales guy he was really good with the parents and being the head coach but he brought he brought in me along with these two other guys that I knew and one of my new play football from high school we instituted a uh, an organized approach that we had from high school. Uh, my high school coach uh, that I, I liked uh, was Drew Brees' high school coach over Austin Westleek, and I instituted his practice plan and what we did there. And then we, uh, you know, I went through offenses for the first couple of scrimmages and then found the beast and simplified what we were doing in the power eye and we were off and running and, and uh, we're uh, out of eight teams we were number three and uh, really 
really did well. So you've got to be an organized and experienced staff. You've got to be competitive. You know, you just can't be, hey, we're going to have fun. We're going to do this and, uh, you know, have practices and throw be seven on seven when it's tackle and just kind of, you can't really do that. You know, you've got to play for fun and winning is funner. So you've got to have that competitive edge. You've got to have great communication with the league and the parents on rules, what's going on in the league, what's going on here, talking to other coaches, scouting with other coaches, how can I beat this team, how can we do this, parents that have been on those teams can help you. So it's this whole great communication thing. The other thing, you know, like in this organization is, like I said, when I the first year that I coached, we brought in and then I developed a proven playbook, both offense and defensively, and we didn't install a new system every week or we may install you know new plays that are in the system but we're not just you know okay this week we're gonna we're gonna do the eye next week we're doing power eye next week we're doing single wing I see kind of a lot of that uh, you, you know you don't want to be changing up a ton every week especially at younger ages the other thing is you know teaching all players your fundamentals not just focused on one set of skill running backs for you know your four backfield guys uh, i see a lot of losing teams do that the other thing is player motivation and respect and we get this from teams that are losing and winning that come to our team uh in uh the coach that i've coached with you know a long time the last 12 years we both came up kind of in the ymca type of system and so that's what we run. We're not really screaming and yelling and cussing and disrespecting the kids. We we motivate them. We're having little pizza parties, ice cream, stickers. Uh, we're seeing what individual players, how they're motivated, and we respect them. So that's kind of our way of doing that. The other thing, you know, you've got to have an organized practice. It's got to be focused both on your skill guys and your O-line guys and all phases of football, offense, defense, and special teams. So, you know, that's that's a big deal. You can't just focus on offense. Defense wins championships, and, you know, if no one scores, you don't lose. So make sure you're, you know, you, you, a lot of guys I know will put all their best guys on defense and not let you score. So. Uh, the other thing is poor recruiting and draft and bad luck in the draft. You know, that can happen where you're just not, and it may take a couple of seasons, but but if you're, uh, you know, if you get a team that's been losing for multiple seasons, not scoring, you know, not getting at least to an even record, uh, there's something going on there. Uh, and look, it's, you know, if you're getting in tough, experienced leagues that you've had coaches around there a long time and you're a rookie coach or a dad coach coming in and it's your first season, you need to set expectations and you really need to make sure uh, you you know ask another experienced coach maybe to help you out, to give you some ideas to get there. So what what is it like taking over a losing team and what do you do? It's really a culture of play for fun but winning is funner and competitive culture with organized and experienced staff that's going to communicate effectively to the players and parents and motivate those players to be competitive and try to win 
and teaching the fundamentals. And that's really how you come, you take over that losing team is you, you are a leader and you set the direction that this is how we're going to go. And even if maybe you don't do what you're going to say your first year, but there's improvement, that's what has to happen. Uh, I think that's about 20 minutes of me rambling. I uh, really appreciate you tuning into the podcast today. Hey, if you'd like to support me, you can head over to uh, coachparker.org, and there's my youth uh, football playbook store. Got a, I've got uh, like 12 playbooks out there now. I uh, just finished the single wing playbook, but of course there's always the power wing beast offense and the 6-2 multi-8 defense and a bunch of others there. Power eye, wishbone and eye formation. Check those out if you'd like to help me and support me bring more free youth football content to the coaching youth football coaching community. Uh, also, if you get a chance, please subscribe. Cost you nothing. That helps a lot. Hit the notify, comment, share, all that good stuff. Uh, trying to wrap this up. We've hit 21 minutes now. So, uh, yeah, this is Coach Parker with CoachParker.org. Hope you enjoyed the podcast today. Remember to play for fun and winning is funner. See you guys next time. Ciao.